What's going on, podheads, and welcome to the freshest episode of Two Homies Chatting. On this episode, me and Ken discuss Rolling Stones releases the top 500 songs of all time. What's it like to go to a concert in the pandemic? We dive into the recently coined Goat Bowl this Sunday as Tom Brady goes back to New England for the first time in his career. And we dabble on the Ryder Cup and Team USA's dominant victory. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Two homies chat. Just two homies chat. The podcast THC. Two homies chat. Can you let me ask the, the Just two homies chat. song I would say is like his best song? Like I would assume that's like his highest song evaluated, right? Like. That's as high up as he is in the rankings, but I wouldn't consider like that to be like his jammiest of jams, you know? Uh, yeah, and but I think it has a lot to do. I think they consider meaning, like influence, influence, and, and, like, and importance, and um, if it paved the way or something. Paved the way, standout ability. I think there's a lot of things considered, and it's like a lot of input there it's like a list of like 20 people that had input on the rolling stone top 500 songs of all time list teaser reactions and reviews coming reactions and reviews are coming yeah i think we like music you know ken we're 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 guys who would call themselves like hey like hey we 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 listen to music you know like uh we talk about it. We dabble. I'd be interested, though. You know, it's like you said number one all time is Aretha Franklin's respect, right? Yeah. Do you feel? Do you do you feel that's a valid number one pick? At least, like, do you feel like? Do you trust the the surveyed the sur the the poll? Right, I guess that, that's what it is. Right, it's it's a top five hundred songs of all time. It's, it's a list. It's just a list. Yeah. A list. Do you? What I assume is like similar to like the NFL's top one hundred. Right, you have yeah. these twenty writers write their top five hundred songs. Probably, yeah. And then they all kind of compare, and then if there's like, you know, kind of cross reference, it goes up. So I, I would assume that a lot of these people had. Aretha Franklin, ranked number one. But do you feel like if you're looking at it, first glance, you know, just like, um, um, you know, first like, ooh, check it. You're like, you see that as number one. Do you trust the other 499 picks? Yeah, I had, I had no issue with it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I understood it. Did you feel as if is it my been... number one? No. Yeah. Like, what not. would be what would be your all in all I... number one? Um, that's a that's a really tough one, and this list did make me consider, and I actually have started writing up a criteria for a numbered point system to try to create my own. I was just going to go top 50 because 500 seemed daunting. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, but 
but I had a, I had zero issue with with like the the top five songs, and I felt like it might it might be influenced by this list, but I would put that Sam Cooke a change is gonna come song probably up there on like number one. Um, yeah, that that's like it, and Sam Cooke is super influential in music, like. Yeah, in music and in in culture and in our life and in a lot of places for sure. So then, and I'd have there's they have that Highway 61 Bob Dylan song, I think ranked like four or something like that. And that would be high on my list just for importance of what it did for music because you changed the game. Yeah, it it like knocked a lot of walls down as far as expectations of what music specifically live music he kind of like and this might be a smidge of an unpopular take but like kind of dabbled as like a little bit of a a folk rapper in a way so like oh a lot of his stuff is absolutely channels that for sure and there's 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 the story that i i think is pretty validated um we'd have to maybe fact check it with our fact engine google but I'm pretty sure he's responsible for introducing marijuana to the Beatles. What that would be? Uh, so, like, just just for that deed alone, he deserves to be top five. And for some one of his songs, you could probably pick one of five hundred of his songs alone. But that's probably a significant one. Have you like you know not to like pivot away too far, but. Have you ever heard of like the conspiracy theory behind the Beatles? Like Paul McCartney's not really Paul McCartney. Like the original Paul McCartney died in a car accident and to avoid like mass hysteria, they kind of did like a, they found somebody that looked extremely similar to him, but just wasn't as talented. No, I've never, I've never heard that. It's like a thing. I know if anybody's listening, you just just Google that, and that'll that'll take you down a rabbit hole. You'd be like, "Oh, for real?" You know, because like back then it was like Beatlemania, right? Like it was hysteria. Yeah. You remember those like videos, and you'd like see the Beatles get off like a plane, yeah. and it'd be like thousands of people, like girls fainting, like ah, ah, yeah. you know, yeah. like dumb people doing all sorts of wild. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I'm just saying, like. Imagine that devastation, right? Like that, like you'd be like, "Oh no!" So that they just kind of kept it hush hush. I don't know how real that is. Paul McCartney, let us know. Come on the show, bro. You know, like yeah, holla, holla. He did karaoke with Corden, uh, so why wouldn't he do chatting with two homies? I don't understand why he wouldn't. What What is like? Um, what's like? Because because I. We could say like the Beatles are very influential musical artists in, in the time. So like, what what's their highest ranked song? How high are they up on the list? Oh, they're um, they they're I think they're top ten. I think it's Strawberry Fields Forever, and I'll I'll just pull, I have it up. It's it's a bookmarked. It's it's important. Ken's uh, got a bookmark. I've been reviewing it. It's it's so it's so hard to even consider building a list this big and then publishing it like 
Yeah, like and then for people to review, and like you said, it's like super interactive, right? So like it has, yeah, you can like you say, you complete can, clips of the song. Yeah, it dives into writings, it. Writings on it. Number seven is their first track. Number six, oh, yeah. right before them, is Marvin Gaye's uh, "What's Going On," Ooh. and number eight, right behind the Beatles, is Missy Elliott "Get Your Freak On." See, okay. This is the See. list. This is the list. It's it's, and then it's Fleetwood Mac Dreams, and then top ten Outcast. Hey y'all. See, yeah, I can I can see. Yeah, hey y'all's a jam. Hey y'all's a jam. I like it. So Everybody, Outcast is on the top ten. They yeah, they were just in Oregon, bro. Well, I saw like uh, I followed them on the the socials, and they posted a picture at the University of Oregon Ducks football game chilling both yeah. big boy and andre 3000 that's cool because yeah, they don't like kick it anymore the beatles have multiple uh songs on this list so does bob dylan there's a few artists who who make many appearances throughout the top 500 david bowie's one of them the beatles have three in the top 25 do you feel like that's good i mean like I think it's accurate. They they recorded some of the important music, <laughs> some of the most influential, some of the best selling, some of the most popular. Like they just did. The songs that they choose are not necessarily the Beatles songs that I would choose, but I understand why they chose them. Yeah, like the impact of. I wonder how fast Bill Withers is on that list. We'll talk about it, you know? Huh? Yeah, he's in there. Oh, yeah. If Bill Withers isn't on the list, uh, whoever wrote the list doesn't know what they're talking about. All right? Yeah, Billy Dubs makes a couple of appearances for sure. All the people you expect to see, the kinks are in there pretty high. A couple of cool ones. And we could mess around and, and talk about it at some point in an extent but right now the only thing i want to talk about is this squatters juicy ipa beer that Ooh. i'm drinking every day all day that it's delicious that pivoted quickly you just like that's the hef sorry i gotta find the one i know i built myself a little cooler myself Ooh. Juicy. You've been sipping that for a bit. You must really like that, huh? I do. It's holding do. it down. And I know I'm supposed to like come fresh all the time for the beer no. segment. Who whatever. said that? Nobody did. And so I've just this this is what I'm drinking. And that's that's what it's labeled in the show itinerary. It's what you're sipping. Here's what I'm sipping. And it's in heavy rotation. Squatters juicy IPA. It's the purple can with the green hops on the front. Who doesn't like a purple can with green hops on the front? I pivoted, Kenny. You know, because I I bought a little twelve pack last night. You know, do a little parking lot party, and so I had some reserves of these San Juan Seltzers, which have been a guest on the show before. And I got a little uh, Blackberry Island Smash. There's just something I love. Had a good pop. About 85 calorie alcohol. Nice. 
how many calories does this squatter's IPA have? Let's just compare here live on the air. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 35 of Two Homies Chatting with me, Ken, and Trace. What's up, everybody? And this is the calorie count. Right now, I'm sipping 85 cows, 4.2% alcohol by volume. Yeah, and Kenny's got... It doesn't tell me. It doesn't matter. It's delicious. Oh. <laughs> Kenny's got... I don't give a shit what these calories are. Right, I got the box. Let's check the box. Oh, you got the box right there, huh? Yeah. 5% alcohol by volume. ABV. Citrus. Melon. Dank. Fruity. What do you think they mean by that? What do you think they mean by dank? Like, are they like all oh, skunky? Or are they like, yo, we threw in this stuff? Smells the dankest. Uh, Hit you right in the face. Both A and B. Both, I think. Oh, okay. I like that option. No. Box doesn't say either, but I'll tell you it's 355 milliliters. Oh, that's not bad. Of a nice, juicy. Is it pale ale right now? Juicy it's IPA? A juicy IPA. Yeah. yeah. My bad. My bad, squatters. Mm. My bad. Citrus aromas and notes of ripe stone fruit. What the fuck is a stone fruit? I mean, that's good labeling, though. You know, that's what I love about, like, the, Aged the way they market locally they just have like cool artwork cool labeling unique shit it's awesome yeah, the beer communities are really really cool in the way really that they strong. do the things that they do shout out to the brew masters and brew entrepreneurs entrepreneurs Ooh! shout out to you guys out there Say this that beer is for fast. you, Entrepabrewer. 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 <laughs> oh, I need to be more of an entrepreneur with my fantasy football team, bro. It's been a struggle bus. I like to say proudly that not only am I the reigning champ, but I'm also last place. In the- yeah, I saw that. I wasn't going to bring it up, but I'm glad that you did. It's been a, a hard year in fantasy already, you know, like three weeks in going into week four. You know, I feel like I feel like what's happening is, is you're getting a lot of surprises out there. And uh, I'm just not I'm not putting putting a roster together. But a shout out to, to Colton and Keystone Heavy for holding it down. Can you the, th- the two spot? Debone the blowfish right. in the three spot. That's Ooh. right. Woods chub it, could chub wood. Woods chub could chub wood. And and I will all season long. Yeah. Yeah, Don't I think be you nasty. Will. Don't be nasty. <laughs> Don't be nasty. And nasty pedal. Don't be nasty, Manolo. Bro. Woods chub. Could Chubb Wood might be in it for the long, hard journey this season. Like Redwood hard. Yeah. 
Yeah, like Sequoia. Don't be nasty. Nice and, and girthy. And erected above everything else. To be fair to the two homies champion, you're last, but you're in a five-way tie for last. So a win. That means I'm not scoring you. any points, bro. That's what yeah. that means. Well, I think that you know the work that needs to be done. I think you just need to dedicate yourself to doing the work. That's all I think needs to happen there. Yeah, like, I'm not really a September guy. Yeah. You know, I'm more of an October, you know, make the turn in November, and then down the stretch I hit you, right? Start piecing it together. Injuries come in. But you're not projected to score poorly. You're projected to score 190 points this week. But I'm still, like, projected to lose. And there's a lot of sense um, only by 46 to 54. Like, it's not bad. Bad. Yeah. I just wish I was in a much more confident situation. But I like what everybody else is doing. You know? I like that. There's There's been some doozies, bro. But we're also three games in. So everybody's it's either two and one in. or one and two. It's three games in. And I think now we know who's going to be hurting out for the rest of the season already for the most part. And I think we know who's going to win jobs, places, and how good people are going to be. So now you can nestle in and make good waiver acquisitions. Yeah, like I was so disappointed when like – so like I didn't get to watch the games this past Sunday because I was traveling to Bend to see Lord Haran. But I was pretty disappointed to see James White get hurt, bro. And I was like out indefinitely, then out for the season. Just picked him up. Like, oh, come on. You know, shout out to James White. Hope your hope your hip is is getting fixed, bro. Um, yeah, yeah. Shout out to you. And I got I'm carrying a couple of IR guys on each of my rosters that I'm hanging on to, Jarvis and AJ. Um it's tough. It's tough to make those decisions sometimes. <laughs> Especially when when you got a four person bench, right? You can't yeah. Like I got Mike Thomas sitting, waiting. Yeah, He'll be back. Yeah, oh. it'd be interesting, dude. It'd be interesting. You feeling good about it, huh? Who do you play this weekend? Um, I play another really great team in our fantasy football league. Um, you know. Oh, well. you play the Wolf Dogs? Yeah. Wolf Dogs neighbor. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out. It's going to be tight. Um, probability swung my way this evening. Got a good outing from a young wide receiver on the Bengals from Cincinnati, Ohio. Paul Brown's other team. I got love for the Bengals, though, for real. Shout no, out Bengals. to Pops and his fanhood, just for the record. There's really only one team I don't like in the AFC North. It's the Steelers. Yeah, I just... And it's not that I hate them. I respect them. They're just, you know, Steelers. Um, yeah, they look they look pretty rough right now, though. But it's a long season. Got a similar feeling towards the Ravens, but um, I like that they've had success, and um, I like John Harbaugh a lot. Do you think as like, and I don't know if I've asked you this before, but do you feel like deep down inside – 
as a Browns fan, you can't really dislike the Ravens because they are the Browns. Yeah, there's a lot of that, right? Like, but that's also a part of the bitterness, really. That like, you're like those could be our Super Bowls. Well, they, they they were our teams that ended up being them, and it's it's yeah, it's that like um, front office people is is all who win. They didn't. They're like, all right, whatever, we're moving to Baltimore, fucking whatever. You're still paying me, right? You took like Ozzie Newsom and stuff, right? And like Ozzie Newsom's like a Raven now, but like his yeah. football years were in Cleveland. It's crazy. And you just, what I mean, you- if if you watch the Cleveland documentary, you you look at videos of that staff in 95 and you're just like there's no way that that staff isn't winning the championship or two or three or four like there's no No. way there's no way yeah like because because you had bill belichick and nick saban right harbaugh was on that staff um yeah i mean it's it is legendary it's it's uh, you the, think... the Cleveland Browns 1995 coaching staff. I'm just I, I'm I'm pulling it from memory. I'm not using it. <laughs> um... Yeah, that's because I mean, that's I think the problem that happened, right? Like you guys had like Bernie Kosar, and you make like a run to the freaking uh, playoffs. Yeah, right. Kozar, and then yeah. like you're kind of like didn't have a good page. season that year. But like we're, we're putting the pieces in place, right? Do you think now? Here's here's a question, okay? Because we're we're just gonna do this, right? You know, oh, man. there's there's some happening this weekend. So I'll ask this to you: Do you think Bill Belichick could have actually won a Super Bowl with the Browns? Yes, I do. I think it would have happened in '96 or '7. I think. I mean, um, can do you? Who were the champs those those two years? And and do you think they could have beat them? I do. I I don't know. I don't. I think '96, '97 was like Packers Broncos. I think Packers were like the '97 year, right? With Brett Favre. Yeah. And then the Broncos won like back to back, even though they cheated. Nobody wants to talk about it. Everybody wants to be like, "Oh, only the Patriots cheat." And you're like, "No, they yeah. f- they fridged the numbers in the salary cap. They end up losing draft picks." Like, oh, come on now. They cheated to win back to back Super Bowls. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. All right. That's the Patriot way. That's the Patriot way. I think Schwartz, uh, Jim Schwartz, was on the staff. Defensive um, coordinator, right? I think he was like a DB's coach or something. Um, that's that's deep. That's deep. You know. uh, see, offensive coordinator was Steve Crosby, Rick Venturi, Jim Schwartz. Um, I, I'm really struggling to find a deeper coaching list there from that team. That's that's a little disappointing. I mean, you at least you know like the two main names, you yeah, know, like off been. the bat. Yeah, they're yeah. like, I mean, that's like the one for sure. Just Saban and Bill. Well, and then HBO did that documentary with both of them. So that was yeah, tight, you know, I wonder what those conversations are like. How high level they are? It's like watching the Mannings. 
right on like ESPN and stuff. Like, yeah, high the level, level the, the casual conversation is at like such a high level. Like, so you think, Kenny, you know, just kind of pivot back a little bit. You think Bill Belichick would have won a Super Bowl with Cleveland? Do you think Bill Belichick will win a Super Bowl in New England again? Uh, I think if ownership has enough patience and he has enough health, I think that he will. Yes. You think, think he's that he good of a coach? Yes. And I think that he would have won in Cleveland. I have no doubt. Do you think he would have won without Tom? Yes, I do. I think okay. Drew could have taken him there for sure. <laughs> well, yeah, Drew would have. So Drew did take us there. I think Jimmy he Garoppolo could have won a Super Bowl under Belichick, especially during that era when he was there. Just saying. Yeah, he came out fire in that because the rest of that team games. was so good too. Yeah. So I'm just saying, there's a couple of years the defense won them for you, and you could have pl- you could have probably put me back there at one still. The, the first three <laughs> years were definitely like, so, you know, that's a, that's a historic defense. Yeah, and the thing about Belichick is he's not gonna lose it for you. Right, you know that he's gonna be prepared and he's gonna know what adjustments to make, and so really it just comes down to choosing players. And you know what, the fucking guy has a knack for that too. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. There's a way of of seeing who's gonna have the um, the other factors that you need to be good. Yeah, he's like good at forecasting. You know, like and things like that. Really good at like understanding yeah, football a guys mental position. And... I think he's gotten rid of a few players that were good at the time and fit the system and did everything right, but were on the verge of just like falling off the edge. And he, I think he knew that before they did, probably, and sent him away. Like, uh, just saying, he's he's good at that kind of stuff. Yeah, he's a wizard. I mean, I. That's, I think, what what is so unique, right? It's like, you know, this Sunday you got the goat bowl, right? It's, it's been coined. Yeah. And now that's dumb. Got, that's that's dumb. That's Julian Edelman right there, bro. That's that's his, the well, goat bowl. Julian, look, look, dude, if you want to come <laughs> on the show and counter this, that I'd welcome that and I'll buy you and send you some beer. Um, uh, come on the show, Jules. But uh, that'd be sweet, no, dude. The come goat on. bowl, like, come on. Like, that's, I get it. They are both the greatest coach and the greatest quarterback. I get it. But now people are going to bring goats to the game. <laughs> and you're going to have chunks missing from the field. You're going to have that like out in grass. the tailgate area. I'm just saying like this is bad. so funny, it's dude. Bad. It's just, just going to be bad. It's going to smell like goat poop. Dude, I think uh, I think it'll be interesting. Do you think do you think who do you got this weekend? Sunday night been, football. This is actually one I've been debating, and it, and Tom is is a quarterback on one of yeah. my rosters, so there's an interest there, but also just an interest in the game because I don't know. Belichick might. Um, Vegas has might, minus seven. New England uh, minus seven, and they I think they could win it, and I think that he knows things. Like, you know how he never loses to a rookie and he's like undefeated against his former assistants 
Like, yeah. He just knows. But they played last year, right? No. Well, this is exciting. Yeah. This is like the home game. I um, If you're asking this... for my call here live on the show, I'll give yeah. you my call. And it's just my gut. I'm pulling this out of my gut. Um, I'm going to take the Patriots 27-24. Oh, I was thinking Pats by three, but it was only because I – like that's what my heart wants. I just don't my... know. Is that enough points? Can I can I can I amend my score? I'd actually would I, like yeah. to change it. Yeah. I actually would like to change it to uh uh what is it? 38-35. You I, you think New England, you think Mac Jones is going to throw up 35 points. Yeah. Whoa, all right, Kenny. I like the way you're thinking. I'm thinking this is going to be ugly. Like just Ten not seven. a, not a great. Out of twelve I don't to know, sixteen, man. do you boo him? Do you boo Tom? No, no. Have you watched any of the, the videos and things that have been on? Everybody they interview all these New England Patriots out <laughs> on the street, and they all like to talk. They're like, they're like, you, every single one of them has the same energy about them. They're just like really bummed about it, but handling it like a grown-up yeah you're like i know how to break up (laughs) every single one of them is like we love you tom Uh, we miss you but like you know you're the greatest and it's time to time to move on he like he just moved on faster (laughs) and like got married real quick yeah yeah, every single one of them's like been through it though you could tell that they've come to terms with it in their way and it's hard not to be grateful um and they just, it's, every single one of them speaks of it like a really well-processed piece of emotion. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It doesn't seem like it came naturally or um, first try. So, yeah, it's definitely been, it's processed. It's definitely been processed, you know? It's interesting. This would be... I just hope we don't get blown out. That's all. Yeah, I don't think you will. I hope it's not ugly. I, I, hope I it's... back to Cleveland. Like I don't know if ownership had enough patience. Um, because I I don't I don't know if it would have been ninety six ninety seven. It might have even been on the same timeline that the Patriots started winning. You know what I mean. And I don't know if they would have given him three or four more years of mediocre seasons in Cleveland. Oh, yeah. And that's why they moved. That was the only way to do it. And uh, one of my favorite things about being a Browns fan is how the city reacted to having the team moved. That's actually like, I'm like, yeah, fucking right. And then nobody shut up. And then four years later, they're like, okay. But then they created the Browns. Here's the Browns. Like, it's okay. Everybody relax. <laughs> Why? What if they would have like moved and become the Baltimore Browns? You know, would you? Would you? There's some weird history around around the name. For those that don't know, like Paul Brown is the namesake of the team, which they started the team uh, in 1946 together with the owner Art Modell, I think. And Paul Brown didn't want the name to be the Browns. 
but like the team, the city, the owner, everybody was like, that's, this is us. Like, this is what we're all about. You're the guy. Like you, this is your team. We're, let's go. And then later he ran him out. The owner did. And then he goes and forms the Bengals, right? The other team the in Bungles. Ohio, orange and black this time. And Tiger Grass has, has like immediate success. Like Paul Brown, the legend, like his tree is still extending through the NFL via people. Like they, the Bengals, uh, shout out to Paul Brown. I'm going to, I'm going to take a drink of this beer in your honor. The Bengals, uh, had their honor, their, uh, inaugural ring of honor ceremony before the game this evening. And Paul Brown was amongst Yo, Burroughs is for real. Shout out to Burroughs. Yeah, he's good, man. I, I, he's good. If he can, if they can protect him three for two more years, they're scary. For sure, they're scary. They're young and fast now. Ain't no Andy Dalton back there no more. Ain't no, ain't no red rifle. Yeah, it's, they, uh, liked it better. Bengals are looking it. nice, bro. Like shout Burroughs. Out to the Bengals. I like the, comfortable. I like it when they're good. I like it when the Ravens are good. I like it when they lose, but I like it when they're good. And um, I'm looking forward to the the upcoming uh, downward spiral in Pittsburgh. Okay, so. And that picture of Ben crying on the bench last year after the playoff loss. (sighs) Somebody should put that on a billboard. Dude, you get – that's like one you do. Look, As Pittsburgh comes into town. Sorry, man. You know, once Pittsburgh comes in, you just pull that thing up. On the bus out outside the airport. Do you remember Cordell Stewart? Oh, the Flash? Slash. Slash. slash yeah. Because he was quarterback, slash running back, slash receiver. Yeah. When I was younger, I, I had a similar role and I was a big fan of Slash. And um I was young Cordell. and so I wasn't as like devotedly loyal in my fanhood. So I'm not gonna lie, I watched and I was rooting for the Steelers in in a way back then. Because of because of Cordell Stewart, but that only lasted a couple of years. But those teams were fun, and shout out to the uh, Rooney's and all their success. Um, it's our turn now. Go Browns! Browns. So so let's see. We're we're going into Week Four, Ken. The NFL season. What is your way 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 too hot take to end the season? Like right now, going into week four, what's your way, way, way hot take? For the Browns specifically? No, just the NFL. With like prediction. In, in After NFL, all you've seen. All you've all seen in the I've seen. In the first three weeks. In the first three weeks. What's your what's My your hot hot take? Hot hot take for the season. For the season. Um Colin Kaepernick finishes the season as a Pittsburgh Steeler. Way, way hot take. Hottest <laughs> of takes. The hottest of takes. There you go. Um, that's awesome. I did not see that coming. Nobody did. That would be great. Yeah, I don't think anybody saw that coming. No. I got Ken. I got the Chiefs don't make the playoffs. I like that hot hot take. That's fun. Um, 
Yeah, we've seen it with teams before. Quick rise, quick fall. Um, shout out to Andy Reid, yo. Hoping you're all right, man. Yeah. Shout out to the homie. He's a homie. He's spent some time in Provo. Go no. Cougars. So, um, hope you're doing okay. I heard Go he's all Cougars. right. Yeah, but, uh, definitely. What he had, like he like be, went to the hospital right after, right? Right after yeah. the game or something like he that. Said he was just not feeling good and went there, and, and it was fine. So, I didn't read much more into it. I trust him. Maybe it was just some bad sausage or something. I don't know. <laughs> You know, that bubble guts happen and you get that acid reflex, you know. Um, it's like tornado acid. I piggyback yeah. your take by saying um, if they don't make the playoffs this year, they make them again next year. The Chiefs? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm interested in just watching, you know, looking. The Chargers look dope. Herbert Herbert's for real. Yeah, they're upcoming uh, on Cleveland's schedule, and we're looking forward to that one. That's going to be fun. Yeah, Raiders, Gruden, Raiders. AFC West is solid. That's solid. a solid. NFC West is solid. Every, like, you know, the most suspect is probably NFC East, AFC East. Both of those East divisions are Bra- the most suspect. Browns, Browns Chargers is next week. Vikings then Chargers. Just Viking. Oh, you guys got the Vikes this weekend? A couple of tests, yeah. Return Ooh. of Kevin Stefanski to Minnesota, don't you know? Don't you know. Vikings are nice, right? Aren't they Kirk like Cousins playing some really good football, so. Don't, yeah. Don't mess around. Vikings yeah. is cool. I, the one thing the Vikings do with the horn before the home games. And they do like cool. the skull clap, There's a right? lot of that. There's a lot of that DNA in me, and they blow that horn, and I'm not going to lie. There's parts of me that tingle. I'm like, oh, the call of my people. Oh, oh. <laughs> the Norwegian. You do got that, like, long, blonde hair, saying, blue eye, beard, it's what it bonded is. That's, beard. That's, that's the genetics. And they Bro, blow that horn, Viking. and I'm like, yes, it's time to ride. Odysseus. Yeah, like your ancestral. name. And what is it? Odysseus. Odysseus is the name of your horse. I think that's a Greek. I think that's a Greek thing. But that's what I named my horse. I was I was Viking drunk at the time. So. <laughs> Speaking of Viking drunk, what's it gonna be? I'm gonna have a sex on the peach. Huh. Oh, I love unapologetic cheesiness i'm not gonna lie i'm a sucker for unapologetic cheese like sex on a peach for the peach flavored so yeah sweet. like that's i unapologetically think unapologetically cheesy <laughs> Who cares? we're pun we're pun guys right sometimes we things name themselves yeah you know like sometimes when you're thinking like should we when really you should be thinking like, yes, we should. Yeah. You know, because I'm sure somebody put this on the board, right? They were like, <laughs> hey, okay. They probably just, I started thinking of other peach names that could work. And they probably just couldn't think of another one. And just were like, fuck it. No one's going to like it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, Oh, I think it's a, I think it's like uh, yeah. You're like, oh, do we just roll with this? I, yeah, let's just roll with this. Like it's it's an alcohol vibe. Zero sugar and zero carbs. 
Yeah. I might have gone like in a direction of like uh son of a peacher man, maybe some, Ooh, some sort of the only one that can ever drink me is the son of a peacher man. Yeah, you got that. You know what I'm saying? I might have went in that direction or any other of the beaches, but beach references might have been put on the list. Um like so oh, this is the peach volleyball like like down near the beach down near the peach um right down near the peach uh, um to peach his own i don't know that's another one that (laughs) to peach his (laughs) i just say like listen if you're out there and you got a brew company and you have a hard time naming your drinks and you need somebody to sit on on your board meetings for those namings Holler at me. I'm available. I'll I like in. to name name stuff. What about like millions of peaches? Peaches for me. I like that. Also, the <laughs> other peach song from the 90s um, where they come from a can who were put there by a man in a factory downtown. Some sort of, if I had my little way, I'd eat peaches every day. Yeah, it's not like... Isn't that, isn't that the same song? Is it? Huh. Millions of peaches. That's the one. Peaches for me. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. My, yeah, my bad. Every time I, for some reason, I'm thinking that song, Gump, you know? Is that like Presidents? Is that the Presidents? This is Presidents of the United States or something like Presidents that? Presidents of the United right? States sings that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I used to Gump request that. alone on re- a bench in the park. <laughs> I always think of that Weird Al Yankovic version of that. That's a good one. Um, that every time I hear Gangster's Paradise, I think of Weird Al. Yeah, because he has like Amish, Amish Paradise. Par- yeah. paradise oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Clever, clever. Weird Al crushed that, dude. Yeah. Like, homie's just living. I wonder how much that guy's worth. Because it's like, you know, he had a moment. Impeachment. Ooh. Um, he did have a moment though. Weird Al's cool though. You could catch him on shows all the time, and people got love for Weird Al. Man, Mr. Yankovic can get it done. He um, he did a song with Portugal the Man, right? And so like, we're seeing them in a in like fifteen days, bro. Fifteen days we get to see them. That's crazy. Yeah. It's weird going to a concert right now. It's an interesting experience because it's a different process than what you're used to. You know, you have to like show your uh, vaccination or negative test status. Did you get the thing? Yeah, you got you got to do it like in um uh within seventy two hours. You have to like show like a test. Oh, did you get to get it? Did you, you just do the testing? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's like, yeah. it even nice. says, it, it says even on the thing, like, it doesn't matter either way. Like, it, they prefer you to have one. It's kind of weird, but it holds up the line and it's like strange, you know, like, yeah. Uh, but it's like a whole different process. It's like another level to it. You know, they like check that, then they check this, then they're checking that. Like, it's like phases in. But. Hmm. It's, it's a 
it's nice to to listen to live music. Yeah, dude, you just recently saw some, right? Yeah, I saw Lord Huron on Sunday, and then I had an interesting moment on what was yesterday? Wednesday? This is today, Thursday. Our listeners aren't happy Friday, listeners. Um, Tuesday, I won. I won four. We won four tickets to camp to go see them Wednesday. So we had to like handle that business, you know. What was the venue you went to? The Crystal Ballroom, McMinniman's Crystal Ballroom. That's cool. That's that's. And you said it was packed, right? You were like, it's, it was a trip to be in a crowd. Like, how many people were there? Do you think? Oh, it was sold out. The whole sold venue out, was. Like, what is that? Well, how, how much does that fit? I don't know. There's a lot. There's a good amount of people. That's cool. Yeah. But then they had a balcony. So we like went up on the balcony. Balconies are dope. Yeah, dude. Walked, walked, took Brew on a walk to the mailbox. Check my email. I won two tickets. Super excited. Go run up the stairs to tell Devery. She's kind of like, what's happening? And then it's Crystal Ballroom at Mendelman's Crystal Ball Ballroom, right? Yeah. And then she checks her email and she won two tickets from some freaking radio. 1019, The Kink. Shout out. Shout out to the king. Getting it done. To the king. Tickets. Yeah. I love it. 1019 Portland area. The kink. Might just be kink. That's crazy, Sorry. man. That's cool. I'm looking at pictures. That's 1,500 people. Yeah, it was it was packed, dude. It That's was cool. It was busy. It was uh Perusito Vitu. It's kind of kind of neat. It's got like kind of a bar area that like uh, it's away from the concert, so like you could just have like the screen, like there's like a projector screen that's playing the show, and then yeah, you know, being tall at a concert makes it enjoyable, you know. So like we uh, we went on the balcony because there was so many, there's a lot of people, so it's like we got there kind of late. We went and parked up in a parking lot, brought some people. Our friends Colton and Lauren uh, met us. We had some pizza and some seltzers in the parking lot. Then we uh, walked on in and I had a couple ciders, Ken. Ciders. Yeah. Nice. Local ciders? Yeah, yeah. McMinniman's brews their own. That's crazy. That's cool. They got a pretty cool lineup if this is if this is up to date. They got Dr. Dog coming up. They got um, an evening with... Uh, uh, they might be giants. They got Deer Tick and Delta Spirit. That's pretty cool. They got Gore coming up in November, dude. Are you going to go see Gore? I don't even know who that is. Gore? You don't know Gore? G-W-A-R? Gore? You don't know? No. Oh. oh. I, probably, I probably heard him. I just don't know. You know? Yo, Tyler Whittison, if you're out there, come on the show. Bro. T-Devs. Let's talk Gore. <laughs> Yes, and other uh, metally things. That's cool. Be, That's dope. Yeah, we got a uh, Portugal the man. We just saw. We went to. We went out to Bend, and we went to the Les Schwab Amphitheater. That shit was fire, dude. That was a dope venue. It's like right off the Deschutes River, the Deschutes little amphitheater. That's cool. Song. Saw them play. Are they fun. sound great. Yeah, no. Portugal is one of the coolest out there, I think. 
yeah, so Portugal, we're we're seeing them at Edgefield, which is McMinimins. So like McMinimins is like everywhere up here in the the P and Dub. Yeah, they make uh, beverages primarily, right? They're like restaurant restaurants. Yeah, so they're like restaurant and like they have venues. Some have hotels. They they're like uh they're like Swiss Army knife places, but they're like. We take when people come and visit, we we go down to like the Rock Creek McMinimins, which is like five to seven minutes away. And you're like literally deep in the forest. And it looks like a hobbit house. Like, cause it's it's got this old roof on it that has all this green moss that covers it. So like you like it just when it's wet and green, it just looks like you're in. Like at a hobbit. It it looks like urine. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> I guess those are bad bad use of words. <laughs> um but yeah, so like McMinimins has all these places out here. That's cool. Yeah. That's dope. Dope dope spots. Like that's, I live in between cool. like two of them within probably ten miles apart of each other. While we're on the subject of live performances. Super Bowl halftime show. Ooh, holla. Was released. So money. Did you see the lineup? Bro. Uh, it's going to be a great show. Who's on it? No doubt. So you, uh, you want me to hit you with the heavy hitter first or finish with the heavy hitter? Heavy hitter. And everybody else is kind of just a it's role Dr. player. Dre. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. Snoop Dogg. Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and I think the most unique one of it all is Kendrick Lamar. That's cool. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm wondering man. how this is going to be fire. This is going to be a fire Super Bowl. Oh, it's going to be vibing. And it's in L.A. It's it, it's L.A. That's why. They, it's it's in LA. L.A. L.A. They knew. When I saw the lineup, I was like, oh, they're bringing L.A. to the Super Bowl. And I was like, oh, wait, no, wait. The Super Bowl's in L.A. So, yeah. yeah. Well, they they uh they did like a little brief interview before Thursday night football before Burroughs came back from down 14 nothing at half to win 24-21. Um great victory for the Bengals. They yeah, they did like an interview and it was Dr. Dre and Snoop being interviewed about and they they actually called out that like the NFL's relationship, you know, Jay-Z is in this position. To kind of bring that, that was, this side. Is his, this is I think you talked pick, about it before. Right? Yeah, we, like yeah, you we talked about it His first pick was that dope Super Bowl last year, the weekend. With he the got weekend. the weekend. Yeah, yeah that shit was a fire performance. So shout out to one of the premier homies of homies, Jay Z, for killing it. And I and I and, I, it and, and it fight. feels like this is like. A Dr. Dre thing. That's what it feels like. Like the way it was communicated was like, it's like Dre and Dog his people. was like, yeah, like this is With Dre. Dre like Black, we're excited for Dr. Dre. Yeah, this is gonna be dope. I think it's gonna be good because I think they all have like songs, right? Like. They all yeah, have songs Eminem's together. New, Eminem's got a new album with with some fire on it. If you haven't listened to it, check it out. It's it's impressively good and. You always appreciate it when an artist can adapt and evolve with music 
in real time without being a cheese ball. And he's done that and he's made, he's great. It's great. It's cool. Yeah. I think, uh, shout out to Marshall. Yeah. I think one thing that got him, right? Like he's opening a a chain of restaurants with Ma's spaghetti too. Yeah. (laughs) I did see that. (laughs) I, I always had a hard time with Eminem a bit because, like, I don't. I'm not a big fan of being like yelled at, you know. And so, or, like, and I'm, I'm not like, as angry as that. Yeah, but I always enjoyed Eminem on D12, right? Like featured in D12, like the Devil's Night album is one of, of that's a fantastic album. I'm not gonna Great. say one of yeah. the greatest albums of all time because there's, there's a lot of cheesy ass shit in that, like you said. But it's ridiculous. Looking back at it, it's ridiculous. I'm not a fan of. MGK, Machine Gun Kelly, but when he came out with that that diss, he came out with like a diss rap to Eminem and like I saw that, called yeah. the, called out my wife that for he like me that she's hip. Yo, it was pretty fire. Like we, we it watched was, a bowl. It's pretty good. It yeah, bold, and his reply was great, and it was. But he stopped yelling a little bit more. Yeah. Like he he's not as angry yeah. anymore. Yeah. So. He's actually been a little bit more enjoyable to listen to now. I agree. Devery's going to love me saying this too. She's going to, because she knows I had a hard time with it. If you haven't listened to the new Vince Staples, self-titled Vince Staples album yet. You hit me with that Quidditch, the Quidditch line. Listen to it now. Shout out to Kyle G. I never, never would have been on this trail if it wasn't for the main homie, Kyle G, Mr. Dallas. Miss you, homie. Shout out. Kyle does Dallas. I hope he's doing it, doing it nice and and well. Oh, he's probably already done. Yeah, it's like past tense. Probably now he's probably already done it. <laughs> KG and the DFW, huh? That's Just up. crushing. Well, I wonder what you're doing, bro. Just let us know. I see you posting. Can we get him on? Can we get him back on? We had him on. Yeah, let's let's just. We should get him on for the Rolling Stone reactions. What time Kyle, is it? Kyle, hit me up. I want you on. Oh, Rolling sure, Stone bro. top five hundred songs. You got that. Let's Public see. Enemy's number three. Yeah, you said Public Enemy. Uh what was it? What was the jam? I think it's Fight to Power or something like that. Something Fight really the Power. Yeah, yeah, that one. It's like the one. Yeah, it's um that was another one where I was like, yeah, I don't question that at all. Dr. Dre's number 29, ain't nothing but a G thing. Ain't nothing but a G. Yeah, they need to do that with Snoop. Mm-hmm. That'd be at the Super Bowl. Halftime show. Yeah. yeah fi- Public enemy fight the powers number two. That'll be I think that'll be a sick that's that's two for two halftime shows. You know. I don't like, know. Can that'll we still be... do the Rolling Stone? We've already done it. We'll talk. We'll talk offline. We can just keep talking about it. <laughs> nah, I'm. Uh, what if we do this, Ken? Let's actually, let's take the idea. Okay. So so this is we we've we've brushed this. This is this is our pivot right here. Okay. We've 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 dabbled in. We have an idea of these Rolling Stones top five hundred. Next episode, we come out with our own top five. Out of the top 500 with maybe some picks of who you thought should have been higher in the list and who you thought should have been lower in the list. 
Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm done. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if I can get. I don't know if I can get to the top five without creating at least the top fifty. And um, yeah, dude, I don't know if I have enough. Uh, yeah, let's do it. That, do you think let's you have it. that kind of time, bro? You think you can do a top fifty and manage? Multiple no. fantasy football teams in a week, and a child, and job, and golf, and um, all the other things. <laughs> yeah, dude, the leaves right now are really piling in the yard, too. Um, Bro, you guys getting that color change out there? What's up? Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's real nice. I was up in the mountains the other day driving around. Utah's Ooh. cool because you could just drive five, ten minutes, and you're in a canyon somewhere. And if you drive the same amount of time in the opposite direction, you're at a lake somewhere. Um, And then everywhere in between is a golf course. So spoiler alert, Utah's dope, by the way. Just saying. Um, It is dope. It is. uh, Yeah, I'd find the time and I would whittle it down. And I've actually already been working on it since September 17th when Rolling Stone released the article. I wanted my own at least top 50. I don't know. 500 would be fun, but I've got to get the algorithm first before I can even attempt it. I've been developing a point system to rank songs. And it's in its infancy, but stay tuned. Yeah, it'd be like... I'll do it with you, bro. I'll do 50. I'll do top 50. I'll throw in 50. Um, I'll try to try. To, are we do, are we plucking it from the list though? Pluck it from wherever you want. You don't want my top fifty. That would be that would be terrible. No, I think the only criteria is it should not just be like your favorite fifty. It should be your opinion on the top fifty greatest songs of all time from a, a broader perspective of influence and importance. Oh shit. I'm gonna have to create an Excel sheet for this. I've been working on one that would, be, <laughs> that would let you sort them by different. I'm telling you, drop downs. I'm telling you, pivot tables are coming. That's the only way to manage 500 songs. I'm sure Rolling Stone has a spreadsheet. I'm sure Yo, this how strong, is in a spreadsheet somewhere. How how no. strong is your Excel game? It's probably like above average, but definitely not elite. I know yeah. some. I know some elite homies. Yo. And they do some impressive things, and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, how do you know how to do this? Like, where did you learn this? <laughs> I'm like, I what, know, I know what code is this? Yeah, I know enough to 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 um to impress the average folks sometimes. Yeah, you know how to V look up. Because sure. you know, you know when I when you walk into a sales meeting with this hair. You better have your spreadsheet game strong to make up for it. That's all I'm saying. You better come correct. You better know your stuff and you better have your spreadsheet sharp. Cause your hair, cause you look, you look like Jesus. That's that's what you yeah. I mean, but that's you want that vibe down there. I get there, that once girl. a day. I get that once a day in Utah. I look like yeah. Mormon Jesus is what I look like. The blonde hair, blue eye. Yeah. You I'm know. not saying I look like Jesus because he didn't look like me. No. 
but not historically, saying, bro. I not historically. Saying, I am saying that 95% of homes have a picture of me in their house. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Jesus. <laughs> oh, I. you know, the funny thing is, too, it's like, if you know Utah, you know damn well how accurate Ken is right now. <laughs> Just with oh, and it's five steps in the door too. By the way, it's not like you you've we'll seen four see. of them. Yeah, There's four it's... of them. Five steps in the door. <laughs> you're like you're you walk in, you see so much Jesus, it makes you say Jesus, like. <laughs> If you had a lot of pumpkins in your house and I walked in, I would probably also utter pumpkins. You're like, like holy pumpkins. Yeah, that's 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 Ken's Kenny, you are you are one hundred percent factually accurate. I'm pretty sure I've seen you in several households I've been in every time I visit. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it. Oh, that's, that just makes me laugh so much inside. <laughs> you know. This third flavor, Juniper Harbor, Juniper Berry Harbor Fizz. Mm. Ooh. Burt from down under. That sounds under. brisk. Oh. So you... let's just... Oh, go ahead, please. Oh, what you got? I just want to talk about the Ryder Cup. I think we should. I just I want to talk important. specifically about the Jordan Spieth shot up the, the cliff. I... Um, I don't usually send things to people with the brain head exploding emoji. I'm, I'm 36 years old. I don't do that often. I send it to everybody I knew with that emoji. I've never seen Bro. a more impressive golf shot ever. Maybe the Sergio out of the tree and the Phil Mickelson um, over the head flop shot. But in a Ryder Cup, to swing that ball up the cliff and then run away like you're like I don't think that one is he like ran like 20 yards downhill yeah, right he like, was like I don't want to get hit in the head with that ball I just hit into the air and then it lands six feet like whoa bro what was yeah, your take on the dominating win I you know there's first there's there's no more sport like when sports are America verse I love that Right. Like I love like country verse, right? Like the Olympics. We've, we've, we've been very excited about the Olympics. The Ryder cup happens every two years. Right. Um, Alternating between American and America and Europe, Europe soil. Um, and venue this year was whistling straights in Wisconsin. Ooh, yeah. Check the that Google was, earths on those, on that course. Um, off, off Lake Michigan. Right. Cause the, the video coverage didn't do the terrain justice and check the size of that lake. I think it's Lake Superior, yeah. isn't it? 
And no, I thought it was you. Lake Lake Michigan. I thought it was. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. I, I what did they right. say? It was like two thousand one hundred and eighty eight square miles. Yeah, it's like the the biggest lake I've ever seen. I don't. It yeah. might be the biggest lake of them all. I don't. It know looks like a freaking ocean, bro. It's crazy. It's got waves. Uh, when you look at Whistling Straits, there's waves. It's a lake. the wind, bro. The wind. But Kenny, to answer your question, I loved it, dude. I thought, you know, shout out to the man Steve Stricker for putting together a, a team. Solid. But I, solid. I loved. Um, I was glued to my television. Now I will say I did not get to watch the singles because I was driving to Bend to go see Lord Huron, but I watched the the team format both Friday and Saturday. And I just I love the Ryder Cup, bro. That is yeah. the best tournament. You know, we've been we have always I've always said like Augusta, right? Like the Masters. I love that. <laughs> I love the guy. Masters. My num- my favorite tournament is the Open, the British Open. And, but it's the Open. Let's not be silly. But the Ryder Cup is the, my favorite tournament. Yeah, there's no. It's, a, it's cool. It's cool. That it's is, you get to the get those formats, amount of guys together. The yeah. different formats that, that people play golf in. It's a lot of fun, for sure. Um, DJ went five and zero. Oh, yeah. You know, he's like good. he's good. It, the Tiger we played Woods so video well. Message in that was dope. That's dope to see that even whilst being away from the game, he has an influence on the game. Shout out to the man. Yeah, Tiger Woods. there's um, there there that was you know the funny thing too about that that shot right like Jordan Spieth's amazing bunker shot. Really- um, Saturday afternoon, he puts himself in the same bunker. Right, a little lower down, and can't get it out over the. Yeah, can't get it over golf. the lip. That's golf. If you play golf, you can understand that. No, so you can have a great round one day, and then an awful round the next day. It's just how golf is. I uh, yeah, I think uh, I think a point was made to. Uh, I don't know if you watch like the interview, the panel interview afterwards after after we won, where they're all like sitting up there and. Yo, Dustin Johnson's answering questions and he's slurring words and he's got Justin Thomas behind him and, and Brooks Kepka and they're just like laughing the whole time every time yeah. this dude has a microphone in his face. But I think they gotta do it in Europe, bro. I yeah. think they gotta do it next live. year. Same team, similar yeah, team. Yeah, they gotta do it. They gotta again. do it in Europe. And then I think it, I think if they do, it's legendary. The team yeah, will be like legendary. it's like these because they're all young enough to play it as the same team. Don't switch it up. I mean, unless really somebody's good. going off, and and they're yeah. really good, and the the Brooks Kepka Bryson DeChambeau hug, so and, funny, and dude. the couple of drives he took with the lines he took, like did you say see what you want about the homie, but like he's he's doing things differently, and 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 people that do that usually have an influence on the game in later years, and I think that's what he's doing, and I'm not saying I'm trying to hit that shot, I would break. I would that would no. break me. I would be broken. Um, but I love to watch him do it. I think we we can safely say that this podcast is pro book Brooksy, right? We're we're pro Brooksy. Definitely. And, His and, golf digest interview recently, if you haven't checked it out already, do so. It's it's great. It's great. He's awesome. But I did become He's a DeChambeau guy, fan. 
Yeah. I did I did like because I like when you get the team format and he's playing and he's like, you know, what do you played with like Scotty Scheffler one day, right? Or yeah. something like that. And he you got him. He's like puts it in middle of the fairway. He's like, I'm going for it, dude. It's like the team format just makes you get to change it all. Like, and you got a guy like him, and, and now we're eagling. Yeah. We're getting big points. I mean, he, he can didn't go for it with no consequence. Yeah. And so he like, goes for it. And when he makes it, you're like, whoa, I need this. Should I use putter? Putter here? Should I, I should put here? Huh? It was hard not to enjoy him. I did love the Justin Thomas stepbrothers shirt that he wore, like getting drunk with it, with Brooks and Bryson on it. Like, yeah. That, I, but I, you know, great Tony Finau, you know, shout out, you know, we're big, we're big Finau fans, you know, we're Tony guys for sure. We're pro, we're pro Finau. So it's like, uh, it'll be, it'll be cool to see. I hope, I hope this team stays together. Uh, They did, they did, they did propose an interesting question. I thought this was uh, strange. They asked like Steve Stricker if, if because of his success, if he would do the captaincy again, if it was offered to him, but it sounds like, like our US PGA, whatever government body officiation or whatever makes those decisions. I guess like they have, they've already had it planned like years in advance on who's doing it each time. Mm-hmm. So he was like, ah, we've already have like this plan. So I won't be doing like, but I don't know if that's like set in stone. But I feel like if they do already have it planned, it's probably someone good. And yeah, like you're gonna have Tiger Phil Woods? get a chance. Tiger's Phil? gonna get a chance. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's a that's a right to earn for sure. I want to see Tiger play in it again, but maybe maybe that's wishful thinking. I don't think so. I think you'll see him again. Yeah, like just like I came I on here and said that Deshaun Watson wouldn't wouldn't play a snap for any team this season. I'm saying Tiger Woods will be back. Yeah, I hope so. It's good, and I, I will say this: I think, I think, um, you know, they they always say, uh, "What's his name?" Patrick Reed was Captain America, right? Like, he it's hard he, like, not to won think that tournament once, like four or five, six years ago. Yeah, like it's hard not to think Justin Thomas isn't like Captain America now. Like he, his he he made putts. What had his had it like here, like you can hear him mouthing, like I can't effing hear you. Like they're chugging beers, they're chugging beers yeah. in the box. They shot doing beers the, on the USA box. chant on the green. Like it's hard That's not really to. Cool of them. Yeah, like it. It's, I mean, most dominating win in the history of the Ryder Cup. Right, it's the first time we've won back to back on American soil in like thirty plus years. Right, it's like some crazy yeah. amount of time yeah now we just gotta now we just gotta win in europe and europe's team ain't no joke i mean no. like john shane rom. lowry was making plunge john rom is a beast dude my boy a fairway beast Jesus. shout out yo tommy yo. fleetwood tom to- tommy fleetwood come on the show bro come on the show t fleet yeah well here be up, interesting dude. Bro, go! I'm not gonna lie. Harry, this this podcast has some hair, bro. Something, this that that'll be must hair TV. Uh, yeah, radio, like uh, podcast. Uh, I don't know. must hair. Uh, never. Mind. When, when we started this thing, bro, you had short hair. Uh, oh. This 
Now we could call like maybe two mics, two mics and two buns. (laughs) No, it's going away. You're going to cut it, bro? Got to go. Are you going to donate it or what? I don't. Is it donatable? I don't think so. I don't know. Like, because that's all I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get it just long enough to donate it, but still have a bun. But all I want to do is I want to I want to ponytail it and cut it. And then I want to have a couple of days where I could fake put it in my hair and then get people like they broke it somehow. <laughs> I want it to, like, like they ripped your hair out or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want to fake pony people? Yeah. I just want like two or three days of, of getting people with my hair. Yeah. I like it. Uh, yeah. That would be fun. Like, dude, like, like go into a meeting with like your bun. Yeah. And then, like, be like, I gotta go use the bathroom. And then come back without it. That's cool. And then be like, what? That's you know how many people will be, like, asking somehow, themselves mentally? Somehow, like, bring in somebody else and stage a scissor accident. Like, where, like, maybe you fall asleep on a table or you're just, like, leaning back while they're cutting, like, a diagram out or something? Do they like <laughs> <laughs> this for months? I've seen that though, like with like on baseball. Like I've seen that in baseball where like dude has like had a mustache or a beard or oh, something, that's and then like the, shaved. The, shout out then, to the thirty for thirty show about the eighty six Mets in that World Series in like Game Six. They. The, one of the blunders of baseball management is the manager of the Red Sox sat Roger Clemens and he was full bearded and he got sat and he goes in the locker room, shaves and comes out and they lose. Oh, so that's like legit. Yeah, that happens often. That's like, like, uh, like jinx it. He was trying not to jinx it. And he's yeah, like, you they know highlight what? It, they talk this. about it. Keith Hernandez Ooh. says, he says he saw that Roger Clemens came out clean shaven and he was like, it was like he wanted to be, look all nice for the photos of the championship trophy hoisting. Cause they were, they were going to close it out. Right. Yeah. And then they lost and then they lost again. That's a that's a unique four part series on ESPN Plus. If you need the login, let me know. But like, watch it, dude. It is I've watched it twice. I'm not a baseball guy. It's yeah, but you're like I. Yeah, that's like the Last Dance. I can't Darryl stop Strawberry. watching the Last Dance. Yeah, Daryl cool. Strawberry was so gangster. I mean, he's is so, so is so gangster. I don't yeah. know how to. He's a motivational speaker now. We should have him on. Good for him, Daryl. Daryl, come on the show, bro. Come on the show, bro. Let's, What's let's, up, Daryl? Let's hyper upcoming tour, and I just want to ask you a few questions about the doc, man. It was great. Can you that, add him? You, can you add him on that? You can add Daryl Strawberry. Yeah, right? yeah, we got. If as long as he's got socials, we we'll do it. We'll do it. Who doesn't? You know, I mean, we're definitely not going to be like we're going to know who he is, or we're going to be able to find him. We're not going to be like it's not going to be a Jordan Clarkson situation, you know, where we're just like sitting out there being like. Hey, have you attended any jazz games? Yeah, a yo, lot of them. Yo, she, she asked him to spell his name. <laughs> he said, yeah, few, I've been to a few. That is so funny. For Listen, listen, this is hilarious. I don't know if anybody nationally picked up the story or not, but it was 
a riot for a few days because it was a Tribune, Salt Lake Tribune writer, I think, interviewing random people about the Utah Jazz on the streets of Salt Lake City. They stop a nice-looking gangster fellow, Jordan Clarkson, the homie of homies. Yo, Six man of the before. year. Six man of the year. And start asking him questions about the jazz. And she doesn't recognize him. It's hilarious. You can check the videos out. I've seen that with... um, Books or whatever. I've seen that with Adrian Peterson. There was somebody who did that with Adrian Peterson. Yep, yep. Uh, And I think I've seen it. Clay Thompson has Hmm. one out there. But they don't realize it's Clay Thompson. That's good. No. Yeah. I don't know. But we always realize everybody that supports us listens, shares, follows, all that fun stuff. Shout out to the Podbean. Shout out to the Zencaster. To streaming now, Spotify. Find us on the social medias. Two homies chatting. Just Google two homies chatting. And our SEO RSS feed is so strong. We're everywhere. And Work. SEO means search engine optimization, just so people know. If you're not hitting your keywords. That was for me. I didn't I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, that's a that's a that's a big thing. Just so people know, you know, in case you're wondering, when you're on like one of these websites, we literally can download all the terms you search on your transactions. If it, your transaction is associated with. It's true. I didn't know yeah. that until just barely. SEO, bro. That's how you that's how you get your search engine optimized so that your stuff can populate higher up in the food chain. And thank you for letting us populate your food chain. This, <laughs> <laughs> this is Two Line Ken signing off. For two homies chatting, the podcast, THC. Peace.